My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly TFG Hotspot. Since early 2000, this weekly meeting has been a focal point of gathering the sales force together. This business can be a lonely business, and gathering with others in the fight is hugely beneficial. We have found that either the meeting needs you or you need the meeting. This excerpt, entitled Tales from the Field, is the portion of our meeting where the top producers for the week share their secrets. And now, on to today's lesson. Everybody, the top five. We have one, two, three, four, five. Boom. All right, I'm seeing chats. Top shelf. I like that. All right. <laughs> so, in fifth place, uh, this week we have Mike Swales on the Fitz team, 254 dials, 17 contacts, 14 appointments, nine sits, five apps, 27 referrals. I love that number. Uh, all five were life apps for $5,955.36. Give Mike a hand. And Mike, are you on the phone? Hey, can you hear me, Sam? Loud and clear, my friend. How are you today? Uh, living, living the dream, brother. <laughs> hey, okay. yeah, uh, my, uh, for everybody that's new, I'm Mike Swales. <clears throat> I'm from Greenfield, Indiana, and I report direct to Fitz. Right on. Um, you know, I know, I know we're short on time, but if you remember back about a year ago, you and I had our first conversation. You remember that? Yes. Yep. And as any good manager, you asked me what motivates me. You remember that? Uh, well, I do. <laughs> but I like to eat. And there was only so many ways you could prepare hot dogs, right? <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah, sure. My diet has improved a lot in the last year, I have to say. Uh, anyway, um, good stuff for the week. Bam, bam. That's the word I'm using this week. Book a meeting from a meeting. Um, that that's that is what really resulted in big dividends for me in the last week. How so? Well, <clears throat> I wasn't very good at that, and I got better at it. So that's. If it, it keeps it keeps us in control of things. It doesn't give them the, as much of an option to back out and make excuses. All right. Can you can you tell us like how you used BAMFAM this week? I, hey, I had this appointment that I booked a meeting from a meeting. Um, well, I've done it several times. Uh, I'm the one that I have uh, coming up is for uh, a smart UL um, that the parents are wanting to uh, use it for for college funds for their kids. Um, so, you know, I, of course, I don't have any way to run illustrations in the home. Um, so I had foresters run the illustrations uh, this morning, and uh, we'll take the, take the illustrations and probably close it next week. All right. It sounded like he broke off there, didn't he? No, so I'm still here. Oh, there you are. Yeah, I can hear. Yep. Yeah. Well, and I, yeah. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of BAMFAM and that's, you know, I, I've oftentimes an agent will come and say, well, I'm meeting with this client again next week. I go, when? Well, next week. When? Next week. Well, that's, that's 168 hours that you're, that you're talking about next week. Is there a certain hour of that 168 that you, that you know you're getting back with them? Well, no, I'm supposed to call them back next week and get back with them. Yeah. You're not getting back with them next week. Uh, that's, that's how, that's how commission only people stay skinny. Uh, is, is by trusting that that's actually going to work next week. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that before you leave them in person. I learned this 
uh, before I got in the insurance business, I, I was with Andy Albright doing the coupon book business and I'd go around and, and get, you know, companies to give me a buy one, get one free coupon. And then we'd, we'd mock it up and get their approval of it. And we put it in the book and we sell these books to fundraisers. And I remember one time, uh, Andy was like, when are you getting back with this restaurant on their coupon? I go next week. He's like, when next week, when the whole thing, right? And he said, you're not getting back with them. You don't leave their presence. I mean, their physical presence. Don't leave their physical presence until you have a specific day and time book that you're getting back together. Now, where that helps with us is if you don't know about annuities, you're inexperienced in annuities, but in the home, you're following our system and you uncover money that might need to be rolled into an annuity. Book a time next week. When? I would suggest the same time that you're there this week because clearly it works for them right? So if you're meeting with them this Thursday at three, well then the, the next appointment will probably be the following Thursday at three. And in the meantime, during that week, what you can do is learn how to help them. Maybe even schedule time with them and one of our experts that can help walk them through the right thing to do with that money. That's a big deal. And that's a great way of using the BAMFAM. I know a lot of people right now are uncovering a lot of money, uh, maybe old 401ks or grandma's CDs that were handed down or or it could be somebody planning for retirement. We're uncovering a lot of that right now. And, um, and it's very smart. Book, bam, fam, book that time before you leave their presence that you're going to get back in front of them. Uh, good reminder, Mike. Thank you so much. Anything to add? No, just everybody have a great week. Right on, dude. Thank you, Mike. Good evening, everybody. All right, fourth place. Jonathan Yakey on the Megan team. I mean, I, I, I started calling out these, these uh, top five people, but I mean, look at Gina Lane at $5,500 and look at Fonz at $5,200. Look at Jeff and Katira there at $5,000. I mean, you start naming names. Nathan Cook at $4,600. Um, Grace McGill, $3,000. You start naming names and you get, you get carried away. Now you got to call everybody's name out. But a lot of people super close to the top five. Okay, fourth place. Jonathan Yakey on the Megan team. Uh, 150 dials, 19 contacts, 15 appointments, seven sits, four apps, Five referrals, all four were life apps for $8,314. Give him a hand, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Can you hear me? Loud and clear, sir. Awesome. My name is Jonathan Yakey. I report directly to Megan Allman. Yeah, you do. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> had a good week this week. Uh, got a lot to share so I'll try to be quick um, the first thing I'll say is we all matter as cliche as that sounds um, if we all matter that means what we do on a daily basis matters so showing up to these calls um, consistently scheduling time to get coaching from your manager um, calling the leads that people fill out really matters big time okay um, so that's the first thing I'll say, um, just as a reminder, sometimes we forget that, um, uh, cause people don't fill a letter out for no reason, you know, otherwise they wouldn't fill it out. Right. right. Um, so second thing I'll say is the basics are huge. So pretty much the numbers we put into this business are the numbers we're going to get out of it. And as soon as we get away from that and say, Oh, it's my skill level, we're messing up. Um, and I like to illustrate it as either the numbers owe you or you owe the numbers. So if we were Vegas, um, and that means us going to work was Vegas, right? And the people coming to gamble are our clients. Eventually we're going to win. Vegas always wins if we continue to work and continue 
to get better and strive to get better. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, if we shut our doors and quit working, like if Vegas shuts down, then they're, they're going to stop winning, right? Because people yeah. aren't going to keep coming. So if we can just keep it simple and remember that people need our help and the numbers we put into it are the numbers we're going to get out, it just makes it easier on us, okay? Um, and then the last thing I'll say is – Two of these uh, apps I would have not written if I didn't go out on Sunday. Um, so it was only four apps. Two were pretty big. And uh, I wasn't feeling well Saturday. I had ran business a couple of days. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to go run uh, Sunday. But I remembered Eric Belair from my first conference said, I would door knock on Sundays and not watch my favorite football team. And I, I don't know why I thought about that this Sunday. I was like, well, hang it, Jonathan. You got to get up and go. And uh, so I door knocked two people and wrote one was $400 and the other was 170 And uh, wow. if I wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have written the business, right? And so it's just a little bit more that we do each week that really makes the difference. Um, and then the last thing I'll say to you is one, in one of the appointments, I had to really um, slow down and paint a very vivid picture for this guy. Um, and I would just encourage you, you ha- the only way to paint a vivid picture with people is by building trust first with them, um, slowing down enough to build trust in the beginning so that you can ask really hard questions at the end if you have to. Um, and kind of what happened is I built a lot of trust with him, but he was just like, well, if I can't get term, I don't really want it. I don't see value in $20,000. I said, I said, can I be very transparent with you for a second? And uh, I just drew out. I said, look, this is $191 a month that you're responsible for. And this insurance company is going to pay you $20,000 when you die or your family. The other option is you're, you're responsible for $20,000 and the insurance company pays you nothing. Hmm. Like, and I just stopped and I just paused for like probably 10 seconds to, to get him to think about it. Cause people, they're not thinking about it unless you, unless you make them aware of it, they're not going to think about it period. Um, so I would encourage you to take time to build trust with people so you can, ask hard questions like that. Uh, Talk about that for a second, Jonathan. You say, uh, that's really good stuff, but you say, take time to build trust. With this guy, what did you do to build trust so that you could make that statement to him? Well, it was a door knock. um, And I just told him, look, I'm not going to take much of your time because I had called him before and he just like, look, I don't want, I don't want to deal with this. I know I probably need it, but I really just don't want to deal with it. So I just, at the very beginning, I said, look, my number one goal is to build trust with you. And I'm not going to take much of your time. I'm, I'm not going to waste your time. You're not going to waste mine. Is that fair enough? Um, and I just slowed down and asked him questions about himself and tried to listen. Ultimately, is really all I did. Until he, was like, until he was like, well, hey, can you show me what's going on? I, I tried to let him initiate that. Um, and I said, I'm not, I'm not here to, you know, swindle you. I'm going to shoot very straight with you on what this is, what you asked for. Um, I'm very busy. There's 20 people just this week I've got to see. 
Um, that's some stuff I said, cause there was, I have tons of leads I got to follow up with. And so I was just trying to be extremely honest and genuine. Um, ultimately that's all I did. That's huge. Now I think, I think you really nailed it on the head when you said, I just asked him a lot of questions about him. You know, the, the best conversationalist at a party afterwards is always going to be the one who said the least and asked the most. You get people talking about themselves and suddenly they like you better because themselves, that's their favorite topic. Everybody, very few people love talking about your kids, <laughs> your grandkids, your business. They don't want to talk about your stuff. They want to talk about what's in it for me. They want to talk about me. Anytime there's, um, uh, well, I mean, we, all, we have major elections. It just happened like a month ago, right? Everybody's voting based on what's in it for them, right? Everybody focuses on that. Very few people think about the general population as a whole. They think about themselves. And when you, Jonathan, when you, you nailed it, when you said, I just sat down and started asking him questions about him. And then he started asking me, what does this mean for me? Right. So right. digging that out, that was, that's beautiful. Well said. Thank Anything you. else to add? That's it. Just well know, that, know that this team is powerful, man. You got extremely powerful people that you can access, whether you're new or you're older and rent is due every day. So it doesn't matter what you did yesterday. Today's a new day and it's going to take the same amount of work to get the results you want. Right on. Yeah. I love it. Well said. Thank you. Third place, Adam Johnson, Johnson team, 235 dials this week. He spoke to 25 people, booked 12 appointments, sat on nine, wrote seven applications, got 10 referrals. All seven were live apps for $8,866 in premium. Give Adam a hand, everybody. Adam Johnson. I'm in West St. Paul, which yes is south of St. Paul hmm. in Minnesota, and it's cold up here. Um, just uh, so thankful to, to be a part of this team. I can't say it enough. Um, man, I look at the people and the caliber of people we have on the leaderboard, and it's just unreal that that we get to spend time together. And and um, you know, Jonathan Yankee, I think really said it well. Um, he's so well spoken, isn't he? I love hearing you speak, Jonathan. Uh, glad to have you on the team, man. And we have great, powerful people on the team. Plug in. Uh, Slack people direct. If you hear them say something that you didn't understand or you have a question, get on Slack and plug in. Um, I know I just had a call with Marty a couple days ago, bouncing some thoughts off of him, off an appointment I had. I know I can talk to Grace anytime I want. I can Slack my, my people. So blow up your manager's phone and, and take advantage of the team because um, we're all here to just elevate each other. Um, so again, thanks for thanks. Uh, just thanks for the for the atmosphere you create for us uh, every Tuesday. This is just awesome. Um, this meeting's helped helped me grow tremendously over the last six years. Um, so uh, my week was was fun. Um, <laughs> uh, one that particularly pops in mind is a client that said we already had somebody come out for mortgage protection, and it wasn't a good fit. We didn't qualify. It was too expensive. And I said that's okay. I just have to close a case. That, that's always, that's okay. I just have to close this out. Let me just pop out there. Well, we really aren't. No, that's all right. Um, you know, we're, we're a different company. We're actually number one for mortgage protection. Maybe we have an option, but maybe not. Either way, I just got to close it out and then no one will call you anymore. Um, so I went out there and, um, and again, Jonathan nailed it with building that trust. I just got to know my client first before we even talked any business. I don't, I don't pop the folder out. We're just talking about 
who they are, what their past has been, what they used to do for work. They're both retired. Um, in that particular case, someone had quoted them some very large options to pay off their entire mortgage, but no one ever talked about mortgage payment protection, which really would be the better fit. Um, and the way I kind of unread that is if you follow the ATM and you ask why it's important to them, um, I just say, what would you do? You know, if, if uh, you know, Bill passes away, where does that leave you at the house? And right away she says, I'll downsize. Perfect. That's, that's exactly what someone who a perfect fit for mortgage protection would be for the payment protection. So what we did is we set up, um, you know, basically about two years of house payments. If either one of them passed away, she happened to have neuropathy and he happened to have COPD. And, and she brought out the GLOBE policies, right? So she had, anytime someone brings out GLOBE or AARP, I'm fired up. So we're <laughs> looking at the policies she has. Didn't, she didn't realize that one was going to go up in cost. And I just, I, I just kind of review the policy and say, okay, so here's kind of your scheduled payments. Did you understand how this worked? And she said, no. And so we just went over it together. So AARP guys, a lot of times people buy them through the mail and they increase in price every four or five years. And if we just lock them in now to whole life, they're gonna be better off overall. Um, and, for, and then they had a couple of globes and the, the previous insurance agent they had met with said, yeah, stick with those is the best you're gonna get because they don't have the products we have. So somebody with COPD, I get them standard rates, which are very, very good for COPD through Transamerica. Also through Transamerica, they don't ask about neuropathy. So they don't, they don't care about a neuropathy. They didn't ask. Both policies got approved. They actually got more coverage. And I think that house right there was about 3,200 in premium. Wow. So um, again, just kind of going in order. When they say they already have it or they already went through it, no problem. I just have to get this out to you. That way we can close the case. That's just really a big thing. And then when you get out there, just get to know them and figure out who they are and where they're coming from and what their needs really are. Um, so that was kind of the main one that popped in my head this, this week, Fitz. Yeah, that's, that's solid. Um, and go ahead and give my hand, everybody. That was good information. Yeah. Um, that, uh, that's, that's outstanding. And, you know, it's interesting. Uh, he made a good point. I, I feel like we hear this at least once a week on, these, on this call where somebody says, get the policies out. Somebody thinks they have coverage, get it out. You know, I was talking to a doctor recently. He said, you know, you know the most expensive medication out there? And I said, no, that's a great question. Which one? He said, the one you don't need. <laughs> that's the most expensive. If you're taking a medication that you don't need to take, that's expensive. Um, and it's, you know, the, the, the most expensive policy is the one you think you have and you don't. I guess it's going to cost your family the most. Um, and, uh, and so many people think they're covered and they pull out these globe life policies or, you know, these, and those have been in the industry. Go, mm. <laughs> they start pulling these out. You go, <laughs> they believe in insurance. Yes. They've bought it before. Yes. This person's going to buy because their policy is junk and I'm about to show it. I'm about to let it, lay it out for them. Let them see, uh, what they've bought. And, um, and that's huge, man. That's huge because otherwise, if you don't get that policy out there on the table, here's what's happening. You're selling against a phantom policy. They're convinced they're covered, and now you're selling against what they think, not what they know, but what they think, and what they think is false, and it's going to end up costing you a sale if you don't get it out there. Uh, now, some new agents will say, I don't really know how to read insurance policies. I go, well, it, listen, it's really not hard. You start off with knowing how to read, and then you just apply that to the policy. It's, it's all in English, we're not, we're not and it's not some foreign language here. It's all English, and in that first page, I call the declaration page, some, some policies have like a, a blank 
page and then he turned that and then there's a declaration page. It says if you passed your insurance test, you can you understand these words that are on this page. Um, or, or you understand at least 70% of them, you know what I'm saying? So uh, <laughs> you can just real simple read it. And if you don't understand it, don't hesitate to reach out to your friends here at the Fitz Group on Slack on uh, uh, or your manager, your mentor, reach out and ask somebody. Uh, don't leave the home not knowing. That's, that's great, great, great. Thank you, uh, Adam. Give my hand, everybody. Thanks, Fitz. Appreciate it. Second place. Oh, I gotta go. She's second place. That was her head exploding. Um, <laughs> Michelle Alleman on the Alleman team, 126 dials this week, 28 contacts, 18 appointments, 14 sits, 12 apps, 40 referrals, uh, 12 life apps for $10,128. Give Michelle a hand, everybody. Good morning, everybody. How y'all? You know what? Between Adam and Jonathan and Mike Swales, they really said a mouthful. I'm, I'm just so empowered to be on this team. And I mean, Jonathan is just growing into the amazing leader, copying you, Fitz, copying Andy Albright. And it's just exciting. I want to talk about something different because they did talk about a lot of great things. Just, um, I've been getting a lot of final expense leads, so I want to give you guys a couple of sales tips on those. Um, and they're not all brand new leads. They're A1 and they're A2 leads. Some of them are the postcards that people fill out, and some of them are the television commercial. So, you know, one of the things that I'm doing to get in the door, because we all know that if you don't get in the door, you can't make a sale. If you, if they slam the door in your face, you can't make a sale. So when you're on the phone, just letting them know that you're going to drop over their benefit package and you just needed to know if they had any other doctor's appointments tomorrow. And a lot of times those people really don't know, again, if they're an older lead and they had someone come see them about the postcard, then they don't want to hear about it again. And they're probably not going to let you in the house, right? Right. So take that other approach. I've been having great success and I, I was, um, you know, I'm actually making the sales in the home. So for whatever reason, the first agent may or may not have seen them. I had one that did see another agent, didn't remember who it was, didn't have a card, you know, and they wrote him a product that he, he, they, that he would not get approved on because he had congestive heart failure. Hmm. And, um, and then he, you know, had the agent called back and said, Oh, I forgot to put that you were a smoker. I said, uh, you know, I mean, it just, so here's the deal. The importance of calling someone in the home. That's my point of saying this is for a new agent. You must call someone in the home to avoid making mistakes like this and avoid making the sale. Um, th th that's it guys. Also, you know, I, I did say it on Slack this week, but maybe if you didn't read it, I was in a home that I got no showed and I was in a, it was an apartment complex. So now um, I'm thinking, great. You know, I just spent 30 minutes trying to find this apartment. 
and now they're not here. I know you've all felt this way, right? Mm. And then, um, but I'm walking back to my car and I see a door open and someone sitting inside the door. And I, you know, it's the middle of the afternoon and it's the rainy day here last Thursday or Friday, whichever day that was, I forget. But she's, I said, did y'all get your, your benefit package yet? And she said, no, what benefit package? I said, well, would you like to get it? She said, well, yeah. And she opened the door and her and another lady were sitting there. I said, were y'all busy? She said, no, we're just watching a movie. I said, okay, great. I sat down, ended up. Um, the other lady went and got her husband who lives in the other apartment. I wrote all three of them up on a final expense and they were hugging me and thanking me and telling me we were praying for someone to come over. We were just been thinking about this life insurance. We knew we needed it. Thank God you asked us. So don't be afraid to ask people. And those are you know, I am been uh, one more thing. I've been doing more annual reviews lately because thank you, Megan Strong. She's setting me some appointments. And um, although they're not turning into stuff that was turned in this week, um, but one of them was the doctor that I just recruited and her policy, which we're getting in later this week. Another one was a 31-year-old who, when I saw him last year, I told him that we would uh, work on getting him a, more of a retirement plan type of policy in addition to what he has. And so when we talked on Friday uh, last week, it was, yeah, 300 bucks a month. Let's do it. And so I just need to get that over to him, get that done. So IULs, baby. Um, if you have an illustration to show people how the money works, uh, that's really helpful. If you have some paper, an illustration of a sample one, that really helps. Uh, it doesn't, you don't need to do this on the first sale. Um, you need to take care of their needs on the first sale. You need to do it as an annual review type of sale, hmm. my opinion. That's all I got. I love it. I think I saw on Slack that that uh, doctor is getting an IUL like $1,200 a month. Um, that's going to turn into a nice, healthy commission there. Um, but it sounds like the doctor's coming on board, so maybe they write them themselves. Uh, that'd be sweet, too. Anyway, congratulations, Michelle. Uh, and I, I see questions. People are always wondering about Michelle and referrals and how she's so good at that. And uh, we've been talking, and, and we, we definitely want to get a, a training coming up soon, uh, talking about referrals. Uh, and so uh, I'll, I'll get with Michelle on that. And we'll hear more in detail because every week, every week she's got double digit number of referrals. Uh, a lot of her business comes off of referrals. And um, listen, we have a fantastic lead program, but uh, referrals are better. <laughs> they're just better. Uh, they typically are easier sales. They're faster sales. Uh, and they didn't cost a dime. Uh, and we're all about profit here. Gross is impressive, but uh, the, the profit income, the net income is what we're really working for. Uh, thank you again, Michelle. Uh, number one right here in the room with us, Marty Doge on the Doge team, 87 dials, 17 contacts, 16 appointments, 12 sits, 17 apps, 16 referrals, all 17 were life apps for $10,424. Man on a mission, Marty Doge. Woo! I remember not too long ago, we used to line up in the, the wall and I'd be the, the very first person speaking. Now I'm the last person speaking. So it shows you that you can start somewhere. 
and work your way up. Right on. Um, that's exciting for me, Joanne. That's what I'm talking about. Um, you know, coming after those people, though, the things that they said, I'm sitting here writing all this stuff down. Go, yeah, I was going to say that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that right there. Um, and so I'm just going to kind of piggyback some of the things that has already been said. First and foremost, the information that you guys, Daniel, are getting today from the top producers, write it down. Mm-hmm. Like I saw you over there write stuff down. I'm like, I can't tell you how thankful I am that Fitz and Heather have put this meeting together because I get to come here and listen to people that are better than me. I know that sounds weird because I got first this week and I'm like, I think it might still come up. But the nuggets that I've written down on just COPD, the congestive heart failure, that might have just breezed right by some of the people. If you're newer and you might like, I don't know what that means. Ask because it was important. Mm. And so uh, thank you. Um, but one thing that really stood out, Globe Life was brought up on this one, not knocking Globe Life. They've got a stadium here named that. Um, but I sat with a, a lady and she was like, I'm just trying to see if you can save me some money. And I was like, what do you got? First thing out of my mouth, go grab it. She's like, well, I don't really know where it is, but I know how much it is. And I was like, I need to see it. And I thought every Globe Life policy out there was the increasing term. I was wrong. But she had bought whole life policies for her, her husband, and her two kids. The two kids I knew would stay the same. But they were four years, four or five years old, and I smoked them by over $20 a piece. Wow. And she was like, I, and all I said was, are you good with this? She goes, what do we do? And I was like, well, fill this out. <laughs> get it all done. Um, so get their policies out. If you don't ask them to go get them, he's right. You're, you don't know what your competition is. Because I literally was like, well, I mean, you've had it for four years. I don't know if I can help you. And, and I have to admit this in the back of my head. I was like, why am I even going to run this quote? It's four years. <laughs> like, she's had it. She's aged four years. But anyway, we beat him. Um, and so that um, kid policies, I'm on a tear with Children's Whole Life with Mutual of Omaha right now just because it's adding to the, the app count, which I think this week it was about 1300 in premium from Children's Whole Life's. Um, but guys, just tie into the people that are willing to help you. You might have been hired by somebody that's brand new. Uh, we always say get in touch with your growing upline, the person that is acclimated to actually help you. Um, and don't be afraid to reach up and ask questions because I think that is something that we have here is people actually care if you're successful or not. Where some other places it's dog eat dog. If you fail, I win. It's not how it is here. So make sure to reach up and ask questions. That's it. All right. Give my hand, everybody. I wrote down, I wrote down what you said, which is write down the nuggets, but don't just write it down and ignore it. Like you, you probably want to review it. <laughs> and if, if you wrote down something that doesn't make sense to you, like Marty said, ask a question. Uh, I am, uh, I'm really clear. I've been really clear for the last 15 and a half years, how I make my money. Cause the last 15 and a half years, my money is completely derived. My income is completely derived on my ability to help you and help you make money. Uh, and, uh, and so that's what we do where everything we're trying to do from a support standpoint, uh, is to help you make more money. Um, and it's not completely or altruistic. I love my family, which is why I want you making more money, <laughs> right? It's not, it's not a charity here. It's a business, but it's a unique business where we actually really do care about each person's success. And what you'll see is uh, with the Fitz Group, and if you're new, you, you, you will experience this, where somebody who doesn't have any financial standing on your well-being whatsoever, somebody who's not going to make a dime off of you, will gladly help you. Because you know why? Because they know one day they're going to need help too. And, uh, and we believe in, in, in paying it forward. Can I help you? Sure would like to. 
If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.